0: So, speak? Okay. I guess I'm trying to speak. Is it working? Can you, can you hear what I'm saying? Yeah. Over the din of everything else. Although, shockingly, every time I think that the sound's going to be bad, it turns out that it's actually quite fine. And then times that I have when I, I don't think the sound's going to be good at all, it's totally awful. Wait, is he telling me to stop?
1: Yeah, I think putting the gain on five is uh, putting the gain on five is the magic number. Yeah, it is. So, um, let me choose. Do you have a they know recommendation? I, they,
0: they already know what I want. I, I. Do you like cheese? Do you like blue cheese? I do like blue cheese. Yes, Borghesa Azul? Yeah, that's that's the one that everybody seems to like. Okay and then uh, and, and then also your, your side dish which would
2: what... oh side dish
0: too. yeah it, it comes with ah, the ah, side ah, and what are uh, my options they should be on the back I think they're on the back of this one hey, are you ready yeah I tío sam sin queso con
2: papas a la
1: Sí, la, para mí la burguesa azul con papas francesas y eh, el agua del día. Muy bien, tengo jamaica fresa o limón con muy Limón. Jamaica con fresa, para mí.
0: Y, ah, y también um, arroz de cebolla para... Un... Una orden, sí. ¿De entrada? Sí, bien. Gracias. I just am feeling like having onion rings as an appetizer.
1: Do we have topics?
0: Yeah, our topic is, are, is the sounds of Mexico. I've been racking my brain for how to do this conceptually. <laughs> and you already, you, you've taunted me with your draft of five things on Mastodon. So before before this, before we get started, of course, my habitual shout-outs to Bogo P.K., and the offer of the offer of Haribo, which has actually made me want to go to Palacio de Hierro and, and look to see which two pathetic bags of Haribo leftovers they have and see if either of them are something that I like. They, they always will have a licorice and gummy mix at some point. And the Gold Baron, sort of like the default Haribo yes. standard, yes. You, 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 it comes in waves. Sometimes it's everywhere and you can find it. Other times it's just nowhere, but usually at Palacio de Hierro right by my house, they'll have the uh, alphabet letters or some weird gummy incarnation. None of the ones that are my favorites, but, uh, and, and also to Don and the Hackers on a plane Mexico thing that I'm thinking about <laughs> doing importing... Now, now that I've traumatized the Congress by importing Americans,
1: it's can you, time... Can you explain that? Uh, I think I know what it is. Hack on a plane. It's, it's but, an old, old thing. Basically, yeah.
2: well,
0: see, there's two ways I can approach this. There's the, the long, epic, complicated story, and then there's the very short, succinct version. So I'm going to go German and do the short, succinct version. Do the short Basically, it was a trip, or a series of trips that I planned, the most famous one of which was bringing people from DEF CON directly to the 2007 CCC. Which, in retrospect, was the first time not executed the way that it probably should have been. That you don't go from the intense experience of DEF CON and then drop people into a field with a lack of creature comforts, but we, we did it that way, and it was a famous trip. And so now I'm thinking about trying to bring Mexicans to the Congress. Okay.
2: Good. But, but
0: obviously it'll, it'll be it won't be something where I offer trips to just the rich and famous Mexicans. It'll be. A way for people to sort of look up and support Mexican hackers that I don't think are going to be able to afford to go to the trip. Because even oh. if you work a respectable office job here, that's a, that's a very complicated thing. Yeah. And it also is a pretext for perhaps going camping or going to the beach as a group of people and preparing, looking at old congresses, perfecting
1: token German, I don't know. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. I also want to answer uh, Don because Don said he uh, he commented on something we talked about a few episodes ago. Okay. And I just want to say to everyone, maybe listening to this for the first time or second time, listen to all the old episodes because this is not this is not current affairs. You know. Sometimes we hint at stuff that's current, but uh, usually not. Uh, this is about Mexico. It's going to be.
2: I mean. it's We are officially
0: setting the precedent that this is a podcast that should be listened to in order from the very first
1: episode. I guess you could... I think don't have to listen to it in order, but it doesn't hurt to start at the beginning.
2: Right.
1: And then you don't have to listen to the racism episode right away.
0: Yeah. Maybe that's not such a great idea. So now I think we're we're intentionally going for a
1: happy episode yes to counter the I, I think the, although some of the stuff that we're going to talk about is really really annoying <laughs> to me
0: it, it's, I'm going to,
1: but it's not too bad it's okay. the city alright it is
0: so do you want to just jump right into the draft yes so. oh wait what was the thing that Don was
1: talking about I, now I forgot I, he talked about how he didn't know that you had Mescal at the conference uh, and that was it and we talked about that a while back.
0: I actually brought a bottle of Mescal specifically for purposes, specifically for a friend of mine, and I didn't manage to get exactly the right kind that he wanted, so we ended up just sharing the bottle and I, I ended up I think I ended up giving half of it away to somebody I forget who but I, I actually had no idea that uh, that there were other people that knew not only knew what Mescal was but were interested in it so yeah. I think the the next Congress, we're going to have to do something. I I want to have my own tiny little lounge in the sky. Tiny little mezcaleria. Tiny little... Maybe not a mezcaleria. It's going to have to be like a post office lounge.
1: I don't know how it's going to be. Gracias. So, something happy. Uh, Something that's very Mexico City. There's a lot of sounds... That you really only can hear here. Very unique. Some of these sounds that I've, I'll mention are, you know, you can possibly hear them in other cities, but some of them are uniquely Mexico City, which is really, really interesting. So who should start? I, you, you've taunted me, so just go ahead and <laughs> just go ahead and
0: do the tamale one.
1: No, I'm not going to take the come out of one. It's not my number one pick. Oh, my number one pick is and I'm going to cut uh, recordings of this into Okay, yes. Episode. Go go for it. My number one pick is the old metal collectors. Oh, yes. That of we've course. already talked about. You can you can make the sound. Oh, I don't I don't even say compra. Okay, say okay.
0: compra.
2: Se compra.
1: And now we are going to take a break because there's music behind us, and that's not going to work. The music's gone and our food is gone as well. That was fairly quick, I think. Possibly, I don't
0: know. Why, 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 why are you laughing?
1: Because that was that was meta talk inside the podcast, right? No, I, I was actually legitimately
0: saying that we ate fast. <laughs>
1: You yes, were talking, about yeah. even, 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 I know, even, even though,
0: I would, I, so you
1: were, we were talking, but. Yeah. Secret topics. <laughs> no, they're not secret. Not, not exactly that secret. Uh, if anybody
0: actually really cares, I'll reveal on Mastodon everything that we talked about.
1: You just want comments. Well, welcome to the
0: Mastodon recruitment process. Yeah, if it if it comes in over Twitter, not interested. Not going to answer it. Not going to. Not going to. Not going to do it. But.
1: So I do, do you. I, I stated my first pick. It's the old medals collectors, and I've played by now. I've probably cut into this uh, recording. now yeah, you're A, act, an actual uh, recording of that sound. Um, do you want to say anything about that? Or should we? I mean, we've talked about it. It's Talk cars, it. it's pickup trucks, driving around all the neighborhoods all the time. So many, it's, it's many. It's not just one. Um, collecting old metal-y things, and they if it's, the state, if it's yeah. big in metal,
0: they'll yeah. haul it away. You don't even yeah. have to take it to the scrap. So room, they, so. They're asking
1: for mattresses, refrigerators, uh, washing machines, and anything that has metal. Microwaves, microwaves. And we talked about the story behind that sound, the behind that recording. And I'll, I'll put a I'll put a, a link to. There's a TV segment, one of the TV shows here, that that shows the girl who actually recorded that. and Really? Let her talk. Oh, yeah, that okay, was a wow. TV segment. And nice. A few years later, not, not right. as a girl. But yeah. So, um, and that... Yeah, I've mentioned this before. first time that I heard that and why it's my number one pick is that... This sounded really, really creepy when I heard it the first time. I know I was in a first apartment, and I heard that sound, and I did not know what it was for many weeks. And it sounds like that girl trapped in the basement of a haunted house. Well, that, that's why the recording is so successful. Yeah.
2: All right. So my, my first draft pick
0: is the sound of buildings under duress. Now, let me take a step back of what what I mean by this.
1: The sound of buildings under duress. Yes.
2: Mm-hmm.
1: Buildings creak
0: in a very interesting way in Mexico City. Now, of course, it's some of the softest ground, the softest ground that any city has ever been built on. And... Most Buildings When they It's very common for buildings To undergo thermal compression And decompression In many parts of the world And those sounds Are creaky Haunted housey They're not They're normal It's just Oh the building's Doing its thing Buildings make these sounds They're not distressing In Mexico City buildings not only creak but they crack they pop and i'm not talking about buildings during an earthquake i'm talking about just regular old buildings when buildings sway you hear a lot of cracking popping squeaking um the standard earthquake vibrations and these sounds you hear every day especially in the city and that's that would be my number one draft pick is the sounds of buildings under duress which is a unique thing in mexico city i think.
1: i have to admit that i have no idea what you're talking about i have no idea what that sounds like and definitely our building cover that it's rather modern and well built doesn't make any sounds. The only sounds I hear is the water pump and our neighbors' motorcycles. Really? Yeah.
2: So this is a great pick
1: because I've learned something new. Salute. Or
0: I'm just imagining things. Quite, either either one is quite possible.
1: I'm still imagining uh, hearing the um, earthquake alarm every night. Why, not not well sleeping, but while is, lying that, is that your second draft pick? No, but, but that should go on my draft board. So you're number two. I will not take your favorite non-conceptual pick. I want to complain again, but it's 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 okay. I will complain and uh, uh, take for my second pick the garbage man the garbage truck and the man who goes up and down my street and every street with his bell. With this very, very loud bell that if I sit on the balcony, I have to cover my ears because it's that loud. And it takes two minutes for him to walk up and down the street and during that time, I cannot work. I cannot do anything anymore. And you have to stop Netflix because it's too loud. Uh, I'm, yeah, it's one of these things where you do not really want to know the answer, but that man has to be deaf because it's so loud. Because um, I've never seen anybody use uh, hearing protection
2: here. Um,
1: yeah, and that is there's probably other cities where works that way. But oh, but I have to explain why does he do that? Because <laughs> in Germany, I mean, the the, the uh, garbage truck comes and they pick up your garbage because you put it out on the street, or they take it out and you have your uh, garbage cans. Now, here. Um, you yourself bring your trash your garbage to the garbage truck or if you live in a building like we do you have your doorman slash cleaning man um, have it do it for you for you so um, uh, garbage truck in our area almost comes every day they don't always take the same stuff they have some uh, some uh, trash separation every every day every day it's different it's different so they have like uh, inorganic, recyclable, inorganic, non-recyclable, and um, organic. Organic. Yeah. yeah, so and so the garbage truck uh, comes, stops at a street corner, every day at the same street corner. Then the guy with the bell uh, walks up and down the streets, and everybody from that area of the neighborhood comes and brings their trash to the garbage truck. And I have to admit, I have never done that a single time. Because first apartment, uh, our landlord did that, and now in this apartment, we have a guy doing that. So I never had to do that. I never had to. I don't even know, maybe you know it better, how that works, how you pay the government, or how, if you do it. or um, So I'm utterly clueless about that. But it's a unique system, and also the so the garbage they sort a lot of the trash a lot of the the trash separation uh, happens right at the truck now the city uh, introduced these different types of trashes that you collect and then uh, bring to the garbage truck at different times but still most of the uh, trash separation happens right there at the truck on the street it doesn't smell good but it works I think the only thing I have to add to that is they don't
0: they don't usually charge. I don't think an hour an <clears throat> hour delegación they charge. It's just every day they pick up a slightly different yeah. thing,
2: and they do sort out things right there. That, yeah. What they
0: they're the reuse and recycling of resources is much more labor intensive but much more efficient yeah in Mexico. Yeah. And I think we've talked about that before.
1: And our old landlord I never know what to think of what he told us, but he said that actually the job of a garbage man is a very popular job because you can I mean basically if you find something that's valuable you can keep it or I don't know exactly. So it's not, a, it's not an awful job. Apparently, it's very popular. And
2: it's still a dirty job. Very dirty. Yeah. And smelly.
1: This is a good burger place.
0: Yeah, it is. Oh, we didn't, we, 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 we haven't place. even mentioned
1: where we are. We are, we are in the La Borguesa, which is... La Bogesa is a short form for Amberguesa, which is hamburger... And we had burgers and fries and onion rings, and I must say, this is good.
0: And I think we are actually—no, we're not. No, we're still in Roma Norte. We're not technically in Condesa yet, but it's so yeah, I think close, it's to, Roma Condesa. Norte so the, close yeah, to Condesa. We're so close to Condesa. But no, it's—it's it's my favorite burger place. When I ate out a lot more often, I used to be a regular here. They still—they still remember me a little bit. <laughs> The new waiters obviously don't know my my regular order, so now my second draft pick.
2: I'm gonna have to go with
0: the silence. The silence. The silence at odd hours of the day. In, in so okay, okay, Keep all going right. On. And I'm not just talking about really late at night, or. <clears throat> really, you know, early in the morning, those, those sorts of things. I'm talking about at, and it, it's, it's different, but sometime around maybe, you know, at it, it, it really weird times, occasionally things will just be completely silent. Not, not completely silent, but you'd expect at a major thoroughfare at, say, 1.30 on a Tuesday afternoon would be the busy bustling thoroughfare that it is, but it's just you hear nothing. And when things are silent in Mexico City, they're really quiet. That for the amount of noise that this the major city has, and for the amount of random interruptions that are probably more common to non OECD nations. You know, in Germany, you don't have traveling bands of roving uh, musicians <laughs> no. looking for a handout. No, you might have a busker, but he stays in one spot. Yes, where he's not really annoying. But when it gets quiet in those little pockets of silence, you notice the extreme lack of background noise. You know, no, yeah. no cities are ever really and and. Perhaps this has to do with the lack of climate control in buildings. But wherever oh. you, wherever you are in a German city, even if it's really late at night, <coughs> you'll hear a buzzing somewhere.
1: In a German city,
0: absolutely in any major city, in, okay. and even in forests, you'll hear the rumbling of the trees. There, there's always sound of some kind. Okay. but it's
2: possible and if you've lived in Mexico
0: City long enough you'll experience this very eerie lack of sound lack of a background noise lack of a hum lack of things sometimes you don't really notice it at night and I don't know what exactly it is but you hear this a lot, I think, at El Centro, on a weeknight. It's the first time I really experienced it. There's lights, there's obviously signs of civilization. Way off in the distance sometimes you'll hear somebody talking, I mean, in some people talking three, 400 meters away. But that kind of eerie silence, I've never experienced in either major cities. And I've lived in a lot of major cities. All of the... The top five major cities,
2: in, oh,
0: four of the top five major cities in the U.S.,
1: and I've never experienced that. If I had to choose a conceptual sound of the city,
2: I would have picked the constant noise,
1: which does not contradict your pick. It's the concept. There's always noise. It's always something. A lot of times it's the traffic. You always have some music. You have um, when there's people, there's noise. Now the the experience of having silence, I sometimes have. I don't go, get out of my apartment a lot, actually. So I I do sometimes notice it. it um, notice it on Saturday afternoons when the street market is gone when there's no office workers, when there's no traffic, and the Sundays especially, in, in our street Sundays is awesome, because there's actually almost no sound. Then you again have the, the airplanes, which we hear here, actually. But, so I know what you mean. I don't, I have not experienced it too this, often. This might
0: be a complimentary answer, that maybe because there is so much sound, the silence is that much more profound. I believe it is yes. So what's your? Now I'm assuming that was not your draft pick.
1: No, no, no. It's my third pick, I, I, I now, I, now I'm gonna take the tamales. Right. Um, it's the. You wanna sing it? <laughs>
0: tamales, Oaxaquinos. tamales, calentitos. Ven y pide ricos, tamales, Oaxaqueños.
2: Ya llegaron sus ricos y deliciosos tamales Oaxaqueños. Acerque y pida sus <laughs> ricos tamales oaxaqueños pida sus ricos y deliciosos tamales oaxaqueños tamales oaxaquinos, tamales oaxaquinos.
0: yeah that that's that's, so, that. let's let's see how faithful my i uh, look <laughs> we'll, we'll let I the, the listeners on, I, no we'll, we'll we'll let the listeners compare how faithful my rendition of it is to the real world. So, there's
1: guys on bikes, on on, uh, transport bikes, uh, cycling around the city all day from morning until night uh, with a big pot of steaming uh, tamales. And we've talked about tamales, I guess, in the first episode, what it is. Um, They actually have tamales or Kenyans, so the tamales from Oaxaca. And they sell it yeah. and they sell them for very cheap we've had them once so from the bike guy we have had the one which was fine um, I don't know what they cost probably like eight pesos for one small pack it's, it's just it's ridiculous really it silly. actually is it, it changes a lot depending on the guy probably as does and the, your as, color does, skin, as yeah. does the
0: quality because sometimes yeah. they're amazing sometimes uh-huh.
1: they're okay bodies. I haven't had many. Yeah, I guess they're cooked in a central casino and then. No, no, that's it? it's how just they...
0: all. You just buy the you buy the recording and that's it.
1: Yeah, but where do they get the tamales?
0: There are a couple of I don't want to say cartels, but. Um, it, it varies, either it's, they, they get, they will buy them from a storefront that sells them specifically for this purpose, yeah. and usually they'll rent the whole kit, they'll, they'll rent the uh, that it's like a newspaper route, where they give you the container that has all of the tamales, and then you go out and you sell them, and some guys have, some guys will get bread, and they'll make tortas, and they'll do other things with them. Uh, or sometimes they'll just, you know, here's your tamale, and they might not even have a food. It varies a lot, depending on the neighborhood. And sometimes it's, it, it's just one, it's the mother makes the tamales, or the grandmother makes the tamales, and the son goes out and sells it at night after work. It can be like that. It's very, it's not like a centrally run franchise, oh. at, at least from what I've been able to gather. I can't confirm this. And that's the other thing about reading the book is that a lot of what he would say, and I'm talking about the book, Several Ways to Die in Mexico City, which is where this podcast gets its name for a slight turn of phrase. Uh, and some of the things he was saying in the book, I when I read them, I said, wait, no, that's not right. That, that's not how it went down. And I'd go and research my knowledge of it and arrive at the point where what I understood was correct and what he understood was correct, even though they appear to be contradictory. So, I there for all I know, there may be one central gigantic... <laughs> You know, Oaxacanian Tamale's cartel that runs all of it, all throughout Mexico but I just may have ha- managed to come into contact with the rebel <laughs> the Oaxacanian yeah. Tamale rebel market forces so that's
2: so,
0: and that, that's what I think is so fascinating about Mexico is that you can have two contradictory understandings of how things work that are not necessarily wrong you know, it's not like Alinor and Ali Sure, where there is just one Nora and, and, and the story goes back to, what was it? The brothers just, di- their dad died, and they just divided the country or something? There is a story behind yeah. it. Yeah. Something like it. And now I'm referencing six ways to divide Germany. <laughs> I, I love that. I love that graphic. It's yeah. so... Yeah. People who really enjoy jokes about Bielefeld. People. <laughs> people who do not enjoy jokes about Bielefeld.
2: <laughs>
0: this is a long pause. I might. This might actually be the time we should settle up here and then head to our usual spot. For you to have more for me, time for to think. For me to, for me to have, have time to think about okay, three I'm, other conceptual I, I, I'm And I'm fine with that. And I, this, this is another secret thing. You have a notebook. You write down yeah. your draft picks. I make pick it up yeah. as I go along. Yeah, uh, I have no idea. That's I, I win all.
1: That's why I win all the drafts.
0: I, who says you won the drafts?
1: Actually, I am. Now
0: I'm going to have to put a mastodon poll out, being yeah, who episode thing, who won the yeah. drafts? Yeah. and then do that. Be and then have my biased followers, you know, some back back me up, or my biased followers back you up, just to spite. Yeah. Me. Uh, <laughs> that's, that could happen.
1: Okay, then let's take a walk All right. and, and that's the fun, the play other... some of the fun music that I now cut in a, into every part. Okay, there we go. All right, let's do it. We moved and you're not happy because you should have gone to Quentin.
0: You probably should have. I, I didn't want to venture far from my house. We ended up venturing far from my house, anyway. <laughs> and we
1: and I've been yeah, and, know, I've, and I've been you, here. You you turned us in that direction. I don't know why. I was prepared to go anywhere, but I needed more time to think
0: of the rest of my draft board because this this one's actually really hard. I I don't have ready-made answers for you on this one. And it's still my turn, isn't it? And you've known about this for days. Not. Days. Well, yes, okay, fine. I've known about it for days, but I never... I never have had to think about my draft picks before. They just come to me like magic. Which is probably why they seem so ridiculously half-baked, because they are. I'm going... So on that note, I'm going to go with the sound of demolition. Now, of course, things are being demolished everywhere in... There, you you hear the rat-a-tat-tat of a um, I forget what the English term for these tools are, jackhammers. That's pretty common in road construction. In New York, sometimes you'll you'll hear the the dull thump of a wrecking ball. Mm-hmm. And I get in the U.S. when you hear demolition, you hear the clunk, 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 clunk. clunk. Of, of hammers and crowbars taking something apart. But in Mexico, the sound of demolition is very manual and very much like sculpting in marble. It's a tink, <laughs> tink, 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 boom. Tink, 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 boom. And it's, there's nothing regular about it. it it's very that the sound of demolition in Mexico City is something that you're hearing a lot more often, especially in this neighborhood, as they start to tear down buildings. Yeah. Uh, but it's, it's a unique sound because of the situation, and because of the fact that labor is cheap.
1: Gracias. There's no wrecking balls here. They take down 10-story buildings yeah. without wrecking balls. Without, I don't even... I, I've never seen them started. Uh, just now, especially now, uh, notice many buildings that we've seen that had to be demolished now for months, and now they are being demolished, and now they are uh, demolished, and they're six-story buildings, and I just see the... Uh, I don't even know what the word for it in German. It's Baga. Um Steam shovels. Steam shovels. I, yeah, I don't. That I don't sounds, know. If yeah. The, yeah, if that's sounds what you're good. referring to. And I, I am absolutely amazed how they take down these large, these tall buildings like that. Right. <laughs> and now I know the sound, and I agree that is a very good pick, and this is a, it's, this is a Mexico City pick. Um, It took me a few weeks until I realized what that new sound was that I was hearing when working from home. It was the sound of um, the school that's half a block away that is being torn down. They're almost finished now. It was a public school that was... The buildings did not come down during the earthquake, but obviously they were damaged too much to be continued to use as school buildings. And that's happening to a lot of schools around the city, actually, um, which is a big problem because it's going to take time until those are built up again. And yeah. Um, yeah, so I know the song. I don't have any recording of that.
0: No, that, that's, I don't think you'll be able to find recordings of any of my, my picks, whereas ones of yours should be readily available. So we're both three deep into our draft right now, if I recall correctly. Yeah. Okay, so now it's your turn for number four.
1: I think I'm going to go way down my board. <laughs> Are you smiling or yawning? I'm yawning. <laughs> I've been sleeping way too much. I'm picking a sound that the y- y- listeners may be able to hear on the recording while we speak. And that is the sound of the airplanes that are circling above the city. Now, of course, there's airplanes and airports in all of the major cities. Um, now, we are in a zone where you hear um, the airplanes. Um, what I find fascinating, and I don't, still don't know what to think about this, is that the holding pattern... New word I learned, I just learned. So the Warteschleife you know, for these for the airplanes to land on uh, the airport, when, you know, in normal conditions, goes one time, it's, it's always above the city, and it goes, it's a circle above the city, or an oval. And no matter from where you come, even if you come from the south, and usually uh, planes land, you know, going like north, north, east, Down the landing strip. Even if you come from the south, you have to circle the city one time before.
0: Not, not always.
1: Not always. Yes. If if the landing direction and landing and uh, taking Mm -hmm. off direction is like it is usually, like it is right now. Um. When we come from Oaxaca, we always take a turn above the city.
0: Right. That that's not, and that's. Common, but it doesn't always happen that way.
1: Okay, well, most of the time,
0: It is a lot of it depends on the aircraft and the time that and, and the ha- pacing of other aircraft yeah. that are coming in. Yeah, I mean, because the the, 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 the standard is- the, the standard route from the north, basically everybody comes in from the north and they make a very sharp they make a very sharp left turn. Not a yeah. not a drastically sharp left turn, but they make a left turn into the airport they go yeah. a little bit south of the airport then make a left turn and go over it so that i can not see my dying. our
1: building from yeah. the airport, from the mm-hmm. left side um oh you can see the airport from your building no 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 i from the oh, sorry from the plane mm-hmm. if i sit on the left side and oh, yeah. see outside right. the window i see i once i've right. seen my building so mm-hmm. you can see the right. whole inner city right. um so that is and then the most awful area to live I guess, I don't even know what the name of the neighborhood is, is right next to the airport yeah. because yeah, the planes, I, I've been to a festival there in that area and um, this I mean, city there's no forest there there's no fields there no, that, it's the city, the city stops and there's the, the freeway and then there's the airport um, it must be awful there and I'm already annoyed when I hear too many airplanes and they don't even go right above uh, our place.
0: You get used to, You really stop noticing it and you get used to it. It's the same thing where people that live right next to elevated trains, Yeah, they just get, I mean, people who, granted, there's a lot of people who will never get used to it, but I think the average person when confronted with that, yeah, just kind of gets used to it. And this is not the time where I'm going to start going into my air traffic control uh, experience or, or fascination with uh, or talking about. What, what will happen a lot of the time at Mexico City Airport is some t- because there's only one there's only one runway.
1: There's two. But they, do they only use one? I think there's, I'm pretty sure there's only one. Pretty sure there's two. They're
0: it, okay. They're parallel, but it's. I think it's. Who? Yeah, we yeah. don't know. We no, don't, actually, okay. no. I, I do. I should. I should. <laughs> okay. There's. It, it's. Uh, how do I explain this? Um,
1: the airport is way too small for such a large city and such.
0: Well, there's the two terminal. Well, the what I was getting at was that terminal two. Yes. Is the on the one. other side of the runway yes. from terminal one. Mm-hmm. And that when when traffic has to cross the runway,
1: things get complicated. And in general, um, it's very, very. It's a very, very busy. Yeah,
0: it's it's not like airports. most airports where the terminal is in the middle of the of all of the different
1: runways. This is. Um, and you, what's happening a lot when you fly into Mexico City is that. Use the takeoff is delayed because they already know that there's too many planes trying to land or take off from Mexico City Airport. So uh, it's happened to us a couple times. What was that happened that we to? that we took off later from Oaxaca or from uh, Oh right, other airports, the, the, right. Because they already knew there's too many planes landing, so we're gonna wait until it's our turn. <laughs> yeah, that I find very interesting. That. They have a system. I mean, they but should that, have a system well, like that. That, that, but that happens everywhere. Yeah, no.
0: It happens more. F- it, it, didn't, it used to happen more frequently in the US. I don't think it happens that much anymore outside of weather. Do you have a fourth pick? I do. I'm not sure if I want to go with it. I want to ask you if the cyberware is actually a thing. Or is that a joke?
1: That is very much a joke.
0: Okay, good. Or oh. is it? I, think I it's, hope it's a, oh. No, shit. There is it, no
1: such thing, not yet. I mean, there's probably people thinking about yeah, that is a good idea. I saw
0: patches and, and I saw stickers. No, no, no. And okay. I didn't that's, want to ask because that's I thought, a joke. That's okay, a that's joke, a joke. Okay,
1: making fun of the politicians who thought that that was a good idea. Okay, All right, and to good. recruit members from obviously the okay. chaos right. um, community. But the cyber is a joke. And people, listeners, correct me if I'm wrong. <laughs> I hope it's, I really hope it's a joke. I really hope it's a joke.
0: Wouldn't it be, it, but of course it would be so appropriate if we think it's a joke and then it actually becomes a thing. Oh, it, 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 it might still become a thing. I have no doubt about that. And they're actually going to call it that? I, I would not rule it out. No? Because that's what they call it in the, in the U.S. armed forces. Also, it's weird to see advertising for the military in Germany now. That's kind of creeping me out. I know the guy who who plagiarized his doctoral thesis was the one that got rid of the draft,
1: but... <laughs> that was, yeah. He was the guy that okay, got... Okay, now I know what, what you mean. Okay. I, I have a... To me, it, it doesn't creep me out. And I understand why they have to do it. Mm-hmm. I don't think that... The message they send is always the, the best one, um, but I know why they have to do it because there is no draft anymore. Right. I grew up in a military town. Yeah, my father—he was an army officer. Um, he's not a military man. That was—it was a job for him. He has is, is long been a member of the SPD. Yeah, and was frowned upon. It was you couldn't openly say that actually, in the army, that you're a member of that party. Or at least you got weird looks. And what would you say if you were a member of Die Linke? Yeah, you, you probably don't say that. Because what, would you get kicked out? I don't know. I don't, no, don't get k- kicked out. But.
0: What was everybody uh, CPD or CDU. CS, CSU? Right, CDU.
1: CDU. Or yeah. CD. If you're a member of party then yes that's yeah, more conservative I mean that was 30 years ago so who knows how it is now I do not know mm-hmm. but I grew up around Bundeswehr yeah, it was always okay. there yeah. especially the town where I'm from um, that's the only industry there is before um, military came there like 140 years ago um, there was nothing there except farmers and there would be nothing there except farmers if not for Five, six, seven thousand soldiers that are stationed there. So my perception and my my view of the Bundeswehr is totally different from most people I know, because I know I know no more of it and know more uh, what it is. That they are just people, for <laughs> example. And many, many, uh, most parents of my of people I knew were in the Bundeswehr. So that's why it doesn't creep me out that they advertise for jobs there. I haven't seen them in a couple of years because I haven't been in Germany right, for a yeah. few years. Um,
0: and I only saw it. So in I don't Leipzig. want to comment on yeah.
1: what they do and what they should do yeah. differently, but I understand.
0: I only saw them in Leipzig for the first time in the train station. I thought, wait, what? Oh, right. So, as a perhaps not total. Non sequitur, but really it is. I'm going to go with the sound of water. The sound of water in Mexico City is different. Now, this can be for very practical reasons. We're, what, 2,700 meters above sea level. So water is only going to boil at 92. Yeah, 92, 93. Right, exactly. It's not degrees Celsius. Right, well, of course. Water is. Uh, we're abandoning American metrics for, for this podcast, oh, yeah. I think. For those
1: who are curious, Mexicans use Celsius and centimeters. Everybody and in kilometers.
0: the world. It's yes. like the joke. There's, there's yeah. two kinds of countries in the world. Countries that use the metric system and countries that have been to the moon. and Countries that have put a person on the moon. The sound of water boiling at 92 degrees is much different than water boiling at 100 degrees. And at the same time, there are many buried rivers in Mexico City. Mm-hmm. Whereas a normal river, you know, a, in a river that's not entombed, sounds the same everywhere else, pretty much. That when there's a lot of water, it's a the rushing sound. It's it's that nice pleasant whoosh. The, you know, little. Sp- of a not so busy river a river that's very dispersed has a sound but water in all forms in Mexico City even, even the water on in Xochimilco the chinampas, had a much heavier sound and a feel to it because it's a much heavier kind of water and a different kind of boat on that water that doesn't create the same kind of wakes that other boats And even in the sound of hail here, that Mm -hmm. there are very infrequent hailstorms, but when they happen, it's not like hail that I've experienced anywhere else. It has a different sound to it. And even the sound of the fact that there's so much bottled water Mm -hmm. everywhere. And even those sounds—the sounds of the bottles that they come in—that this cacophony surrounding water is something you need to make specific Mm -hmm. in in all of its forms. Okay. Even from even from the way that water drains, because when I I have a here, they even in kitchens and in older buildings they have a catch. Before the drain, that's very similar to a storm drain in Germany or in the U.S., where you have, you know, the water goes in, but then you have this pit above the pipe where the water goes. That that's always that's always usually always has water in, but it's designed to catch big heavy pieces of trash. And that sound, those catches are very common in kitchens here. They're not in the U.S. I don't know what, of course, I don't know what the design is for these things in Germany, but. Uh, the sound of water even in my apartment and in other people's apartments is much different than the sound of water in apartments in the US or in Germany some of it's infrastructure some of it's altitude but Mexico City has a very unique infrastructure and even the sound of water pumps which you wouldn't hear in other places yeah that's like, as, that's as I think me you mentioned earlier in the mm-hmm. episode that yeah why, are the, why do those exist? Because the water comes in from the city into cisterns in the basements or in the first floors of buildings here and then has to get pumped up to the roof. Yeah. And the way that water falls from the roof. These sounds you don't have in places where there's a pressurized water system. So I think that's that's
1: a pretty good draft okay. pick. Okay. I only have
0: to think of one more. <laughs>
1: Now if you don't have one more then I have the perfect pick to end the recording cuz then I can play a recording of that sound at the okay, very end. What, what
0: what how long how deep are we into this podcast what are what's our uh,
1: thing we're at forty, fifty minutes 45
0: 45 okay so so this will be a not quite emergent this is a good I'll let you I'll let you end on that I'll let okay. you have the
1: last one go for it That is the sound we've mentioned this before. And I have a very I have a recording of a whole song being played by an organ grinder.
0: Are we really gonna finish is that really how we're gonna finish? And
1: it's it's Mexico City. This is really Mexico City. These organs And very appropriate because they're German organs. Exactly. They are organs brought here. ...in the 19th century... ...from Berlin... ...that's where they were made... ...and as I've said before... ...probably not been tuned... ...at all since then... ...at least most of the time... ...you cannot distinguish a song... ...or even a melody... ...and you listeners will... ...get to enjoy... ...what I mean by that... uh, ...at the end of this uh, episode... ...there are copies from Guadalajara. That sounds the same. (laughs) Yeah, they're just just as bad. Um, And you find them everywhere. Now, uh, you tell me, is that the Salvation Army that sends out these pairs or triplets of people, one grinding the organ and the other person collecting money for a good cause or something? We don't know. Okay. I... I
0: I don't even want to speculate because the, these are just such an. I, I say I don't want to speculate because I've heard so many different stories. Okay. About these that I don't know which one is true. I don't even. I don't have. Give us a, two stories. I no. I, I don't. I don't have the. I really. You're the you. Okay, you are much more connected with the German community in Mexico City. You should be able to answer this much better than I because there I have a. Lot the organs
1: of, are not operated by any. Germans or members of the German community well, so no, I have no idea but they no came idea.
0: from okay, that was the okay, origin okay. I
1: promise to you I will talk to our friend Beatrice whom I actually uh, recorded a podcast with a year ago in German mm-hmm. and she knows a lot she also studied history or stuff and she knows a history lot History stuff. <laughs> she knows a lot I'm about I'm a professor she... of
0: history and stuff <laughs> history and stuff <laughs> get her
1: done I will ask I'm her about it and then, and then and then and <laughs> then report okay okay she will explain to me
0: and now now you get to hear the wonderful sounds of the out of tune organs
1: so as they are everywhere especially in the city and they collect money for whatever and they do operate in pairs of twos, Two Twos or threes, yes. Yeah, one guy, one guy running the yeah. organ. Yeah, the two guys. Both pairs of twos, um, and it's just lovely. It's it's just this is Mexico City. Enjoy.